Assalamu alaikum. Uh, peace and blessings be upon all of you. Uh, very excited to talk about this new initiative that we're doing where we are now recording our podcast. So it's still the Conviction Project. You know, we're still leaving you with no doubts about Islam. Uh, but the twist is now that we will be recording our sessions. And in addition to this, uh, recording this video, we will also have a uh, audio version of it. So whether you want to listen to watch us on YouTube while you're doing something, have us there in the background, you know, while you're driving or commuting to work, um, you have both options now. So, you know, Farhan, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah. We have some interesting discussions today uh, about, um, you know, our ongoing discussion that we've been having, uh, responding to a lot of the things that ex-Ahmadis or ex-Muslims um, have brought up, uh, particularly, um, you know, reason on faith, Suhail Ahmad. Um, so, you know, what is it that we would be diving into today? Well, um, as you know, uh, we got we get a lot of uh, dialogue and, and discussion uh, with a lot of ex-Muslims and atheists in general. And uh, uh, one topic that kept coming up is gender equality. And I think this is something that is very important to Suhail as well. He really brought it up a number of times right. in his podcast, in his video, in his book. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, and we'll link to some of that stuff. If you really want to check out his side yeah. as well. Um, but he really brings it up, right? And uh, so I, I was thinking that we should, uh, you know, talk about it today. And... Um, well, the the starting point, I think, would be when it comes to gender equality, is Islam really talking about equality? Is it inequality? Are men superior to women? Mm-hmm. Um, are, are women consequently inferior? Right. Because those two are different things, right? One, one When we say men are superior to women, uh, does that mean women are consequently inferior? Mm-hmm. And does Islam discriminate against women? Yeah. So, uh, you know, we have to understand gender equality first. And uh, when it comes to uh, um, genders, Islam is very clear that there is a difference, right? Um, and, and psychologists talk about it. Uh, you have read some books as well uh, where they talk about the differences. Um, so genders are, quote unquote, equal in, in most cases, but there are certain differences. There is the physiological differences, there is the biological differences, there are tendencies and personalities and those kind of things. They can be different for different genders. Mm-hmm. Would, would you agree with that? Yeah, I think that, you know, from a psychology point of view, there definitely is differences between uh, men and women. Um, you know, they refer to them as sex differences, but I think we're speaking in like, you know, layman words where gender and sex are used interchangeably. And I think that, you know, there's physiological ones, like, you know, in terms of physical ability, um, you know, men um, are on average um, stronger than women physically. Uh, And that's not to say that, you know, I think it's very important to talk about averages. You know, on average, statistically speaking, if you have an X and Y chromosome, if you're a male, you will be physically stronger than someone who has an X and X chromosome. Right. And there's you know, there's numerous books that are written on um, these gender differences, um, you know, these differences between men and women that we can just explore. I think I think it is especially uh, if if someone wants to understand this, 
I think uh, the place they, they should start with is uh, sports. Yeah. Right? Um, it's a good example to understand uh, mm-hmm. for the layman yeah. uh, of uh, what those differences are and what they mean. Right. So in, in, in our society, even in, in the West, uh, the, when it comes to sports, men and women would have would not be playing against each other yeah, or with e- each other. There, there was something in tennis or something that they did. But generally speaking, 99% of the time, yeah. um, men will play their own sports, women will play their own sports, right. given the understanding that it would be unfair mm-hmm. if they're playing against each other. Right. And again, we're not saying uh, 100% every time, let's say a man uh, races against a woman, 100% every yeah, time... Yeah. There, the the man is going to win. Yeah. We're talking about the broad cases, right. but there are individual cases. Even it just reminds me of uh, of the Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam once raced with Hazrat Aisha, mm-hmm. and she beat him at one point. Right. So it's 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 uh, it's um, um, it's it's not a case by case. It's, it's more right. like a general. It's an average. It's an average. It's an average. Uh, yeah. And the other thing that you know, when I was looking into this and I was reading some articles, when it comes to even. When we say physically, men are stronger than women. Uh, we're also th- there are there are exceptions in the sense that what do you mean by strength, right? If it's right. physical strength, yeah. Mm. But if it's other kinds of strength, like women are less prone to uh, illnesses of right. certain kinds, mm. uh, or even if they are, become ill, they are more likely to get through the illness. Right. Uh, you know, they're stronger in their ability to deal with that illness as compared to men. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something that is fascinating because right. I've, I noticed this in my own life, right? right? Or if we get into things like um, the strength to have children. To have children, right? right. Um, I'm, I'm the father of uh, two children and I've seen my wife go through that process. Right. And the kind of strength it takes for a woman uh, to give birth. Uh, men cannot compare to that at all. Definitely right? not. I think there are some sort of like experiments too where men were hooked up to certain pins and they were told like, you know, this is the pain of menstruation or this is the pain of giving birth and no man could handle it. But again, you know, I want to come back to this idea of averages. So, um, you know, women will give birth, you know, three, four times on average in their life. Um, and I think that the body does so much to prepare women for those, um, for that circumstances. And also, like, you know, we have medication, like, you know, sometimes, you know, you can, um, there's certain med- medicines that you can do to make that process easier for you. So, again, I think it, that shouldn't be used as something like, oh, look, like, men can't do this, so therefore women and men are just equally, um, you know, equal in strength. I think that may be a misnomer because um, for menstruation and for giving birth, there's so much things happening chemically that prepare the body to be able to endure that physical. Uh, even even there's something called emotional strength, right? right? Yeah. Uh, again, women would have the upper hand in that. Right. Um, you know, the, 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 there's a lot of uh, discussion, and, and we were just before starting the video, we we're talking about some ahadith statements of the Holy Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and uh, we have a quotation of the Promised Messiah alaihi salam, and you can see that on your screen as well where he seems to imply that uh, men are superior uh, to women 
um, in both the physical terms and 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 spiritual. Uh, sorry, physical and, and mental. Mental strength. terms. Yeah, it's a big quote used by a lot right. of ex Ahmadis, ex Muslims. You know, they're constantly talking about. Right. So we we've already covered the part on the physical side. Yeah. When it comes to mental side, also, I think there are certain um, strengths that men have in certain um, abilities, and there are certain strengths that women have yeah. uh, in certain cases. You know, because if Islam were to imply that uh, men are superior to women in mental powers, as this quotation uh, seems to be implying, right, right um, then uh, then why would the Holy Quran speak about equality? And you can mm-hmm. see a verse of the Holy Quran as well, which talks about you know equal rights for men and women. Why would the Holy Prophet uh, ever say that if you want to learn about Islam, go to Aisha? Right. right. Half of your faith will come from her, right. you know, giving her such a prominent status to a woman who was very young throughout the ministry of the Holy Prophet. Mm-hmm. And only, you know, after becoming an adult, she only knew him for a small number of years. Mm-hmm. And yet he's saying, go to her for all your questions and uh, knowledge about Islam. And a lot of people, a lot of companions used to come to her to get decisions on a lot of important theological matters. And we know from history that she uh, disagreed with many companions um, um, on, sorry, disagreed on a lot of topics with several other companions, right? So they had differences of opinion on a lot of things. She was even the head of an army at one point uh, in her life. So when we are talking about, uh, the, the, when back to this quotation, when we're talking about the superiority that men have over women in physical and mental powers, uh, what does this really mean? Um, I think what it is trying to imply is that men are superior to women in certain respects and not uh, you know, saying on the other hand that women are never superior to men mm-hmm. in any case. Yeah. Women are superior to men in certain respects, uh, and we can we can talk so about that. We were, we were talking about this earlier as well, and I think the question that comes up for me is that how can we imply that? Because it's quite clear, it's quite black and white. You know, I think a lot of a lot of our viewers, a lot of our listeners will will see that and be like, look, it's it's right there. It's just black and white. What is it that we could tell them? To kind of say, well, you know, actually, it's it's actually implying this. You, know, you have to take in the context into consideration. What is it that we would tell them? You know, if you go down in the same quotation and you read up and, uh, you know, the promised Messiah, peace be upon him, explains this. And again, you're seeing this on your screen mm-hmm. where you go down in the same quotation. It's showing you the promised Messiah is making an argument here. And actually, it was an Arya Samaj uh, argument uh, that he was responding to. So again, we have to understand that he's responding to a certain group of people. He's not in a certain time. Yeah, in a certain time frame, 150 years ago, Mm -hmm. or 120 years ago. And uh, in, in any case, he goes on to explain that the Holy Quran has what we call gender roles mm-hmm. in Islam. Um, and, and, and throughout our history, we have been talking about this. The Ahmadiyya Muslim community has been very clear about this. And the Quran is also very clear about this. For instance, uh, the Quran, and this is something uh, the promised Messiah, peace be upon him, quotes in this quotation. He says, the Holy Quran says, Which means that when it comes to Men, Islam expects them to be breadwinners mm-hmm. in the sense that they have to provide for 
the their wives and their children and they have to make sure that there's good food for them there's a shelter for them there's good clothing for them all these things are the responsibility of the man in the house right. and um, uh, cons- uh, you know on, on the other side we have women whose main prim- pr- primary responsibility is uh, to provide uh, for the upbringing of the fra- family make sure that the family unit is strong harmonious uh, make sure the children have a good environment in which they're growing up. So there are these gender roles right. that Islam um, puts there. And what is happening here is that we're looking at this one quotation and like, okay, wh- what about this other thing that, mm. that you are saying that he's implying? Well, what I'm trying to say is that you have to understand Islam in depth in order to understand these things. And the kind of society that Islam wants to build where there are these gender roles, uh, men have certain uh, responsibilities, women have certain responsibilities. And once that understanding is built, then you will have a greater appreciation right. of what Islam is trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. And one thing I would like to argue here is that there is a- equality in the absolute sense and there is equality in the best sense. Mm-hmm. In the absolute sense, nobody even agrees to that, like we talked about earlier, we're not having men and women play each other in sports, for example. Right. We're talking about equality in the best sense. Mm-hmm. So Islam is providing equality in the best sense where women's strengths uh, are, are seen and then their responsibilities are given accordingly. And men's strengths are also seen and their responsibilities are given to them accordingly. Right. right? You know, this conversation is reminding me a lot about, um, you know, certain... Um, certain writers, certain uh, thinkers, um, you know, conservative and liberal both, um, who would say that, you know, group differences, and they talk a lot about group differences, and say group differences exist. Um, You know, there's group differences between, you know, people from different races, people from different um, genders, and because of these group differences, there needs to be a different level of, uh, you know, different level of expectations. Or we need to change something to facilitate um, as a result of those differences. So, you know, perhaps we need to put in certain things in place to make those differences kind of um, not effective or like eliminate those differences or uh, reduce those differences. We, we do this all the time, you know, um, when it comes to um, physical abilities. You know, we have uh, accessibility things. All of these are put in place so that there is some sort of equality there. And what I'm hearing you say is that there's a strong case that men and women are different. And therefore, men and women have to be, in a way, treated differently. Or, or they have to, if not treated differently, they have to be... Um, the expectations are different. Expectations are different, right. Right? The expectations and, are different. And, and, you know, not to speak of, again, the case-by-case scenarios, where there are certain households that the man is, for whatever reason, not able uh, to uh, go out and work. Or in certain cases, you know, a man uh, has a BA degree, for instance, and and his wife is is a PhD doctor. Um, And and, and so obviously the the things are reversed there. The mental powers that in that scenario, the woman would be much smarter, much more intelligent. Um, So we're not talking about those cases or we're not talking about... 
you know, generally certain careers. We go back where, to the averages thing. Yeah, we go back to the averages things. Generally, um, there are certain careers like uh, becoming doctors or uh, other careers. My wife is a doctor, mm-hmm. and 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 the university that she went to was getting so many applicants who were mm-hmm. female um, that they had to actually put a cap on them, mm-hmm. um, which is another questionable thing. But what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. is that women would uh, choose those kind of careers right. more, which means that they are mentally mm-hmm. uh, more capable of do- right. doing those as compared to men. Like uh, one psychologist that you were talking about earlier yeah. who says that men are more interested in things right. and women are more interested in people. people, people right? right. So that's why they'll go towards um, you know, certain career pathways that are geared towards people. So women more likely to become teachers, more likely to become nurses, more likely to become doctors, whereas men you know, like to do things with their hands, more likely to become engineers, um, more likely... Construction workers. Construction workers, right? So there's so many different things. And you know, to go back to this idea of averages, I think on average, there is there is a big difference. And if you want to know more about this, you know, some people, you know, they may say, okay, well, religion just has this one point of view. It's not backed up by science. I think there is a huge, like, scientific literature on these things. You just have to look at evolutionary psychology. Evolutionary psychology will have a have masses of number of sources on all these topics that we're talking about differences. You know, there's this one book, um, well, there's a whole bunch of books. We can link them to our, um, our, in our, our, our video description and people can check them out because, you know, again, that whole idea that science and religion differ. Um, yeah, I think it was the fourth Khalifa who said that, you know, religion is, um, Religion is a word of God and science is the act of God right. or something along those lines. Right. But basically trying to say that there's a lot of congruence. So people may hear some of this stuff and present certain ideas. But I think at the end of the day, there is a lot of congruence between science and religion. And it kind of becomes our job. And I think this is what both of us are doing is to draw those bridges. Um, right. And. The bridges are there. You right. know, the, the content is there on both sides. You just have to draw that bridge. You know, so basically what we're, we're trying to say is that we have to acknowledge um, the, the differences. gender differences right. that are there. And uh, when the promised Messiah, peace be upon him, is writing in a certain context to a certain audience in response to a certain question. In a he's, certain time period, in exactly. a certain country. Uh, there's culture, there's uh, language, all these, right. the language is there. Um, you know, the same quotation that we have discussed in English, if I read it in Urdu, I get a totally different take out of it. Sometimes the translation takes... What we're trying to say is that there's an acknowledgement in Islam from the beginning till today that there's a difference between the genders and there are certain strengths that females have over males and there are certain strengths males have over females, whether they're in the um, mental sense or the physical sense or whatnot. Um, but spiritually, they're all equal. Spiritually, they have both. They have equal chances. They have, um, you know, they, their status in front of God is equal. But uh, as far as this life is concerned, there are certain uh, expectations. Um, so, so we have to we have to bear that in mind when we're studying these kind of quotations, where people tend to you know take one line and then they tweet it out or they they want to put it on Facebook and yeah. they have no idea what the background to all of this is. So we have to acknowledge all of that. The last thing that I think I would say on this is that 
we often use this historical argument, right? We often say, well, look, Islam was, a, was one of the first religions to give rights to women. Um, you know, Islam gave rights to women that previous religions hadn't. You know, divorce was one of them, you know, uh, ability to give divorce from their husbands. Um, you know, previous religions don't really acknowledge divorce in the same way Islam does. Now, if, you know, Islam really believed that there was a deficiency in women or, you know, women weren't so superior, why would Islam give women all these rights? Right. You know, but, but, but a lot of people who know Islam would now have a bunch of questions. Right. Like they would say, uh, what about the witness ratio? What right. about yeah. inheritance? inheritance? What about um, the fact that only men can be imams? Right. What about the fact that, you know, we are talking about spiritual equality right. here. What about the fact that men and women are segregated? So these are wonderful questions. And, and yeah, inshallah, prophets, right? yeah. female prophets mm-hmm. is another one. Inshallah. Uh, in future videos, we will definitely uh, explore each one of these topics because we really want to break it down and right. talk about each each topic uh, separately and give it its full attention. Today, we wanted to talk about gender right. differences and acknowledge these differences. Right. It, and it's an China. axiom that we all have to agree on that there are gender differences right. because if you don't believe that there are gen- there aren't gender differences, then none of this other stuff that we may potentially talk about would make any sense. Right, right, right. right. Thank you. And I guess, you know, I always go back to our saying that we do on the podcast, that this is the Conviction Project, where we leave you with no doubts about Islam.